very 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 good day to all of our dear listeners today today is thursday 24th of december and we'll be having a special edition of let's talk football with El Depote. my name is adideji adidja israel and i'm on the show with ayele royodeji and two guests um guests would you like me to introduce you or you would want to introduce yourself i'll introduce myself my name is Shoni Bare Ayola. For the record, Shoni Bare Ayola bleeds red, but he bleeds the bad side of the red. He's not a Manchester United fan, he's an Arsenal fan. And then we have another guest. Ayileru Kurede. Okay, we have Mr. Ayileru Kurede on our show today. I don't want to say he bleeds the good side of the red because Manchester United are not a good team either. He's a Manchester United fan. So uh, today we will. Be discussing what is wrong with Arsenal. Um, before I start to pop up questions, um, I would like to start with Ayola because he's an Arsenal fan. He's the Arsenal fan here. What do you think is wrong with Arsenal? Quickly. To be honest, I feel it's from the board. Okay. The I feel it's the structure of the whole the club as a whole. The, the structure of the club as well, there's a problem, but we don't know. We can't know because we are not in the Okay. And you don't have an inside man, so you can't exactly know. Alright. The performances on the field might not even be from like what is happening on the field, what's affecting on the field might not even be from the players. It might be something inside that is happening. Right. It's affecting them. I don't know, how do I put it? Um should I say mentally. Yeah, mentally. Yeah. Okay. Mentally. It's so, affecting uh, mentally. Your take now is that um, the players, the players' reactions are an offshoot of the board's <laughs> actions. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Korede, what do you have to say about the question? What is wrong with us now? I, I think there's everything wrong with them. <laughs> like, they are not doing well. We all know they are not doing well. I will start with the coach. Arsenal right now, they need a good midfielder that will create chances for them. They are not seeing it. They have the best striker. They have Abamayang. Who can, who we all know he can deliver for them. Yeah. A lot of goals. Yeah. But they just need the um, midfield. The midfield is down. But he's not delivering. He's not delivering. And he didn't, he didn't need a good midfielder. Good midfielder. An attacking midfielder that will create chances last season and he delivered. Okay, that's Ayeleru's voice that you just heard. He has just countered Mr. Kuri at this point that um, as you need to see what's happening here right has delivered over the course of the last two seasons because two seasons ago he was joint top scorer with Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah with and Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. And Sadio Mane, I said that already, he had 22 goals in 38 appearances, yeah. 37 appearances, and he was joint top scorer with what we all know as an abysmal midfield. And Mr. Corey thinks that Arsenal's problem is at the midfield, one of Arsenal's problems is at the midfield. And Ayeleru thinks that it is a general problem because Obama Young is not scoring, he's not delivering, despite the fact that he has always delivered with, out, without a good midfield. Um, Ayala, what do you think? Quickly. Well, like I always say, I don't like to blame coaches, but I think they have to give at a time. 
Because he has won a trophy already. We know he can deliver trophies. We know he can deliver trophies. We know what he's capable of. So we just have to give him time. And currently they are in the relegation yeah, part. So well, <laughs> how, how much time are we talking about? Is it until they are in the championship? If they go down, they have to make him bring them back up. They have to make him. So they, they, he, he should be the specimen for... He should be, he should be, they should be a specimen for his confidence boost. Of and his team's I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to say that I don't buy that. But moving forward, let's go down the memory lane. In 1996, Arsenal decided to hire Arsene Wenger, and there were a lot of stories about him because he, he wasn't from a European league, he was from the Japanese league, and then he retired after 22 years. In, April 2018 at the back of three league titles, five FA Cup titles, and seven community shields. Um, how many you see your titles did you win? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> really have <a> good year. <laughs> no, let's, let's not go there yet. All right, and he was manager of the year three times, and overall in 22 years, he had a 58.2% win percentage in the EPL, and that is. As at 2017, according to BBC Sports, he was fifth on that list, just behind Sir Alice Ferguson, Jose Mourinho, Roberto Mancini, and Carlo Ancelotti. According to BBC Sports, in 2017, he had bought 700. He had bought 700 million pounds worth of players. And guess how many players they were? Can anybody guess? 23. 23. After. 22 years after 21 years at the time. 51. No. 100. 169 players. <laughs> <laughs> he had got 169 players That's my for 700 million pounds. Pep, and of Pep Guardiola bought <laughs> six defenders for 500 million. Yeah. Uh, Pep, honestly, I I don't want this Pep Guardiola, but Pep Guardiola has spent. More on budgets than some countries have. More on defense than some countries have spent on the army in, in, in the last in the last four years. In the last four years, honestly speaking, and um, apparently since it is that way, we know that he bought some players for probably what Ronaldo takes home every week for, for five hundred thousand. We so based on this, do you think that because? Let, let me let me continue to read out the statistics. Until 2017, between 2011 and 2017, he had been to the UCL. He, he had been to the UCL round of 16 seven consecutive times, and he had lost seven consecutive times. Now, the teams he lost to, he lost to Bayern Munich twice, lost to Barcelona twice, lost to AC Milan once, lost to I think PSG. Let me try it. Okay, he lost to Monaco once. Yeah. And then they lost to yeah, Barcelona, Bayern, Monaco. I think that's it. Oh, Bayern so, three times. So the teams that he lost to are teams that are apparently out of Arsenal's league based on spending and based on class. And then in 2012, following after a game with, uh, with Sunderland, he stated that finishing fourth in Arsenal with Arsenal with the team is as good as winning a trophy. 
the first trophy in the in the squad the first trophy is to finish in the top four and then it became a characteristic feature for him and he has been viewed as no longer one of the top grades and in 11 of his last in 10 of his last 11 seasons he finished more than 13 points behind the league toppers so now looking at the amount of money that he has spent and the standards that he placed on the club based on that amount of money Ayo, do you think that Arsenal fans expected too much of Wenger? Yes, they expected too much from Wenger, to be honest. Okay. Because most of the teams that were winning trophies, they were winning the, win the Champions League. They, didn't, they had to spend a lot, they invested a lot. He wasn't giving money to invest, so you get what you, you, get what you purchased now. Okay. You can't tell me you buy someone 500 k 500,000. Dollars or pounds, and another person spending 30 40 on one player, and you expect the same 80, 100, 150. You can't expect the same result. You can't expect the same result. So, to me, Wenger did perfectly fine. He did perfectly fine right. during these years. Okay, did you feel that way when he was at the club? When I was at the club, yes, I felt that way. So, you felt it was a very, very terrible decision for him? To have left, to have let him retire. I got tired of him. <laughs> to be honest, I got to be honest. As me personally, I got All tired right. of him. So I wanted him to go. I needed fresh air. Like I needed. Okay, fine. You have done your. You have done your part. It seems. It seems you can't even like you can't even keep up to the standard that you, that you dropped before. All right. So, okay, let someone try. Like someone else, take a shot at him. And, and, and now, what's that been for you? That's up and down. Alright. So Mr. Corridor, what do you think? Do you think Arsenal fans or the board expected too much? Spending 700 million on 169 players in 21 years and expecting he delivered three he delivered 21 trophies in his time at the club. So do you think the fans or the board expected too yeah, much? Yeah, they do, they do actually. Okay, can like you for the coach to buy sort of players like that? Arsenal is entitled to be fighting for this. Alright. Yeah. For Liverpool, actually. Arsenal is a big club, you know. We all know Arsenal is a big club. Yeah. But I, I feel like uh Winger is not doing his best for the team. If we, you said earlier that I was saying that the best uh position right now for him is like fourth and well, he doesn't need that. He looks like he's right. Yeah. He's he's right. He looks, he looks right. like he's right. Like but he looks like he's right. He's right. It looks like he's right, but he's right, but he should have put on more effort with his team. Asna fans, fans will do unbelievable things to be in the top four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They missed it. Yeah, yeah, we know. So oh, they really, but uh, normally looking at by looking at Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal uh, supposed to be fighting for the table, table league. I, what do you think? Well, Wenger was right. Okay, he was right. He, he knew he was there, so he knew what they were giving him money for. He knew what the board expected of him, and he knew where they could get to. You understand, yeah. but the fans, the fans didn't understand that. That was why they wanted Wenger out. They didn't understand that, and now they can see that 
that was actually the best they could do. Because since Wenger, nobody has gotten into the top four. Yeah. Wenger was out of top four, so before he It was just one season. There was no chance of going to be in top four the next season. I'm sure I was going to be in the next season. No, I'm not sure about that. I don't think it's, so. Because they have not went out of hands. That's why they even sacked him. Okay, speaking of, that's why they even sacked him. Until 2017, Arsenal had been to the UCL 20 consecutive times. How many rounds of 16 and a half? I don't know for sure, but the last seven times were round of 16, consecutive round of 16 knockouts. That's, I think that is good, considering the fact that we are not even sure they will be in the league next season. <laughs> That's not fair. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry for that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alright, um, okay, after Wenger after left, somebody was employed to take over, that's in Emery, and then Inside sources, inside sources told us that Mikel Ateta was the one they were going to employ until Una Emery came for the job. And Una Emery told them, and missed every other thing that he said. He told them that he would, he would structure the team around two players, Granny Shaka and and Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. And coming into the team in his first within this um, in his first few months at the club. He led the team to a 22 game unbeaten run that took them from 6th position to 6th position in the league at the time. His, I think his first conference was all failing at the end of it all. The statement about I'd rather win 4-3 than 1-0. Oh, yeah. and that's what everybody <laughs> judged him by. Well, okay, so lesson for Ateta, I know what to say to the press. And then, um, in his last, in his first 51 games at the club, in his first Premier League, 51 Premier League games at the club, he had the same amount of points that Wenger did in his last 58 games, 51 games. And that's for someone that they wanted out. They wanted Wenger out and the Arsenal fans were happy to have the same statistics that Emery had. And then, uh, moving on, however, Wenger had, um, Emery had, he played 78 games overall and he won more games than Wenger did in his last 78 games. And then moving home, Mr. Mikel Ateta was employed. Mikel Ateta will be won here because the excuse that Arsenal fans were given for him was that he hadn't spent up to a year at the club. But he will be one year at the club on the 26th on Boxing Day, that's in two days' time. And Arsenal has their worst start to a season in 43 years under him. They are closer to the relegation zone than they are to the top of the table. And they have the number of wins that they have. Double it is not up to the number of losses that they have this season. So I want to ask which way for Arsenal? What do you think is the solution to this problem? Um, I, I, I think that would be sacked. Should Ateta be sacked? I hope he's not sacked. Should to be honest. He gets midfield reinforcement. It's not about midfield reinforcement. Okay. Because if you look at his last transfer, it wasn't actually bad. Right. I was just disappointed at the fact that he had to rely like 
he brought he brought in some players that didn't expect him to rely on so much. He did his transfers. He did have a bad transfer season, man. Like this transfer, yeah, last part, he, he, he wasn't bad because he bought he bought a defender, and defender is the team. Yeah, and he has actually been playing well, to be honest. I've seen him play like five different times. Or five different locations. Well, yeah. yeah, he has been the best defender in Arsenal since he came. He brought he got rec- rec- recorded against. Yeah, that was pretty stupid of him, but let's allow it. He brought in Thomas Partey. He hasn't played. He hasn't actually played. Played. And he has had a fallout with Thomas Partey. He has had a fallout with Thomas Partey. Yeah, he had a fallout. Yeah. And let's fallout with Thomas Partey. And <coughs> the he bought William, but I didn't expect William to be irregular in the team. To be honest, I thought he was a backup for Pepe. Okay. I felt he was trying to bring out Pepe's game. Like <laughs> try to I don't know bring out Pepe's game, but. He's not even, to me, I feel he needs to relax a little bit. He needs to relax and look into his environment. He's still stuck up in his own world mm. to see what's outside, to be honest. I think that he's stuck up in his own, like, you were once a footballer. You were once, you know how it is. You know the pressure that comes with being playing every day, every weekend. You know the pressure, especially from the English media. You yeah. know how they, they're always all up in your space. You know, you so you are supposed to be able to relate with this generation. You are not far off from them. People that you played with are still playing football. Yeah. So you are supposed to be able to relate better than the older coaches. But I don't know. I don't know who is trying to emulate or something. I don't know. <laughs> I am not sure if it's somebody. Somebody said. It's a crazy one said that they know, that Mikel Ateta went to learn, but he didn't graduate. <laughs> That's probably what he's messing with us. Yeah, I didn't do anything with him. He didn't drop out. He didn't do freedom. And I, I, he went, I, I, I think he went to Pep. He learned, he learned his dressing, learned how to be a cardigan, learned how to be a <laughs> person. He, he forgot the most important thing, the tactics. <laughs> oh, so Mr. Corey, what do you think? Which well, way forward for us now? He said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to me, I feel um, Ateta is not the best option for Arsenal. So, who do you think is the best option? Why do you think he's not the best option? And who do you think is the best option? I think, to my own part, to my own knowledge, uh, I think Arsenal, is, looking at Arsenal right now, You've seen the money they those they have spent on players. Yeah. You've seen players that they brought into the squad. Yeah. And you've seen what they need right now. Yeah. I was thinking as a coach, if I'm if I'm Arsenal coach, hmm. I'll buy Let me let me talk now. If I'm Arsenal coach, Alright. I have to yeah, if I want to even bring think of signing players. I'll go for a, a for a champions player, Champions League players. Okay. A championship well, player. A championship player. You can't buy a championship player. Why no. would you buy a championship player? No, just it shows listen that. to what I'm saying. Listen to what he has bought players now from France, from um from from Brazil. Yeah, Arsenal, and they are not delivering. They, they, they are not even giving him. They are not producing anything. Arsenal will pay usually twenty uh, Pepe's twenty million installment next month. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I one thing I want to say is like if you want to keep Ateta 
if Ateta want to keep his job, he should try start bringing in Ozi. Yeah, I think yes, he has to bring Ozi in because if you look at it, Tevez is, is playing better yeah. with him. They really need the guy right now. Fair. Let him be fair. Ozi has not performed since two thousand seventeen. But he's he, he still gives key you, passes. You, you need to assist. But his last season, he had just two assists. No, but you think it. Did you watch Arsenal's game after the Corona break? Because he started all the matches after the Corona break, and no, if you no, watch after lockdown, yeah, after lockdown, after the whole Corona this thing, he stayed ten matches he played. And did you watch them play? I think I watched. I watched. He played. He didn't play long. Like he played every match, and to be honest, it wasn't this bad. Like it wasn't this. Bad. There was a link between the attackers and the midfielders. There's like something. If you look at them play now, there's nothing like they play. They get to the midfield. They, they are confused. Then they go to the wings. Then they cross. Sebayos is the most creative. He's, 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 not, he's not creative to me. That's, That's the point. point. He's your most creative. That's the point. My most creative player is Sebayos. My most creative player is Saka, not Sebayos. Saka is not your. He's not your midfield. He's a winger. He's a winger. Winger. Wingers are still midfielders, if you look at it. That's a discussion for another day. Okay. But, <laughs> but I, I, would, I would class Wingers as So Salah is a midfielder. Yes. Alright, let's go forward then. So, did you, what do you think? What is the way forward for us now? <clears throat> Me, uh, like I said, I believe they have to give him time. But I don't think Ozil is their problem. Okay. I don't think Ozil is their problem because even if Ozil comes in, like he said, Ozil played 10 games uh, after uh, football resumed after the lockdown and he said he played, I don't remember seeing it, I mean it was not of much importance, mm. so he didn't get assist, we didn't add to have him in our FPL team. <laughs> Yeah. So you understand. So it was not of much relevance. So let's just agree that Ozil is done. Alright. Ozil is done. They need they need to get an attacking intruder if that is the problem. But I don't think that is the problem. Because they are not worse than Newcastle. They are not yeah. worse than Crystal Palace. A lot of other teams that are ahead of them in the league. They have good players. They bought, they had a very good transfer. Yeah, they did. They had a very good transfer. They have, they bought uh, Saliba for 30 million. He's not playing. When Juzi had a clash with Mopi, next thing is out of the team, then out of the club, even though it is on loan. So, these kind of things, they meet, they show a lot about the team. You see, there are players online. Talking about the team like it's just every other recreational activity <laughs> they do. You understand? So like it is it is beyond say we need Ozzy back. It is beyond that. But I still feel they have to give the athlete that time. Because so, at his best, we've seen what he can deliver. Yeah, because I, I was going to I was going to say that um, we've seen this same set of players. We saw them win the FA Cup and they beat Liverpool and Man City on the way to it. So, what could 
the challenge would be because it means that if they could beat Manchester City and Liverpool, it means that they are and they won the Community Shield. They beat Liverpool to win the Community Shield, beat Manchester City to win the Cup on the way to winning the Cup. So that means there is something in the team. And aside that, they, they had a very very good transfer window. They bought players, and that should be a sign of an improvement of the team. Well, there's a school of thoughts. There's a school of thoughts. Okay. School of thoughts. There's a school of thoughts that says that. Ateta is a better cup manager than league manager. And then he should probably go coach a country. <laughs> he has won more cup games than he has won league games. Wow. And the league games are more than the cup games. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so, what is he doing in the cup games that are different from what he's doing in the league games? Uh, well, the thing is, one thing I've noticed about Ateta is that he has been is is he, he I, I think he's a very very good defensive coach. I think he's a very very good defensive coach. And that was probably the mistake he made when he came to us now. Looking at it, I think what he tried to do was he tried to sort out the defense first. But that was the problem when he came. That was the problem when he came. They were scoring when they yes, came. So he tried that. to he tried to sort out the we defense. We were winning four three and losing five four. So he, he tried to sort out the defense and he has done that because I don't think Arsenal has scored. Okay, a very very few times they've considered three, four goals. But usually they just concede one goal. And Liverpool concedes one goal and wins two one. Liverpool concedes two goals. Manchester United concedes two goals and win three two. So if as if I think if he had sorted out their cutting edge in midfield, if he if he can start the cutting edge, giving them cutting edge in midfield and attack a bit. Over the next transfer window, maybe we can see a different pass now. Because I think the players are dispirited right now. They are out of their depth. Because they can't you can't keep losing one or losing two one. They, they are not even scoring. They are not scoring. And that is very, very terrible it, for their spirit. It used to be Abameyang and Inshallah. Yeah, now it's not Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before you close, I what do you have to say? I I I guess you are a national fan. You should be angry. You should be boiling. You should be eating the table. Some thumbing and some assaulting. But you seem you seem unbelievably calm for a national fan. In 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 Yoruba words, I think you have bakam. But <laughs> but I would I would still love to know what do you think generally about just give us a. A sneak peek before we round off. I think they need to have that's how far this is appreciate. Like you can't you can't transform the team overnight. At the same time, I think the coach has to be like a little bit lenient. There are so many young people, there's so many young players in the squad. Sh- if looking at Arsenal, it shows the coach doesn't have any control over the team, to be very honest. Because mm. we've had like how many red cards this season. Yeah. We've had like seven red cards three red cards. Yeah, I had several in total since Ateta came. So you should see that he can't control his players. To be very honest, he's just I don't know what he's doing, but he can't control players. Like it shows that they don't have they lack respect for him. Like that, like, mm. they don't really care what his opinion is. And I believe it is because of the way he relates to the players. This the whole but if you look at them playing on the field, you know they have this like a discard attitude. Playing, yeah. all of them, you will know. Look at Granjaka. Granjaka is 
among with me, I like Grand Chaka. Alright. Grand is not someone that the responsibility given to Grand Chaka, what is expected from Grand Chaka by the Massa fans is impossible. He's slow. He doesn't he doesn't know how to mark. Yeah. He's you know, slow and he cannot mark. Uh, so, about three seasons ago, he was the yeah. most recorded player in the last five years in, in the top five leagues. Yes. He usually gets red carded. He's he's not that kind of player that marks and no. He's how do I put it? He's like he will not do on the team. You don't know what exactly he does. You don't know what exactly he does, but he has to be there. Like you know he's there, but you don't know what he does exactly. Now, you see all those kind of players. That's why I said that's why I mean I said I feel we should usually be in the team. Alright. There are a lot of young boys. There's nobody to emulate in the team. You can't you can't tell me that you have to emulate Shaka or <laughs> Saka should be emulating Shaka or Saka should be emulating Survivors. <laughs> or you can't tell me that. Like they need to look up to somebody in the team. They need to that's if you look at um Liverpool, there are a lot of mature players in Liverpool. Yeah. That you can look up to. There are a lot of mature like a whole lot of mature Trent Alexander Arnold cannot be anywhere on the field because yeah. there are a lot of people that will speak to him. Yeah. There are a lot of people that will, but there's nobody like that. You can't tell me Bellerin will speak to <laughs> Martin Niles or Bellerin will speak to Thierry. You can't. So you need like there, okay, there was, there was this, this incident I think last season last season where Ozu was talking to Bellerin. Like he was telling him shut up, you talk too much. <laughs> I, I think was, that thing went viral. Yeah, it did. That's that's I think, was, I think it was on social media. Yes. It was, it was on social media. Ozio was talking to Bellerin and I was like, talk too much, play the ball, we're get inside. That was that was the hard gesture we made. We need you need more someone I can talk to. You see going this is a very, very fantastic player, but you need guidance, like you need a lot of guidance. You see Chelsea, there's see Chelsea now. To me there's a difference in the, there's a difference in their defense because of Thiago Silva. He brings like it's the way he controls his defense that you know kids as I don't have that. Luis is not somebody that can be relied on to control his defense right from the beginning. Yeah. He needs someone to control him. He needed, in Chelsea he had Terry. In PSG he had Thiago Silva. But now he's he's like another one that cannot stand on his own. Oh, to be very honest. He's like another that can't stand on his own. So you can't like you can't rely on him to control the team. So you need and William is William has just been there. He has not improved since the day he got into Chelsea. Yes, <laughs> now to be honest, he has not improved from the day he got to, to Chelsea to now. It's the same William. We also know okay, William is there. <laughs> William is running up and down the field. William is okay. Maybe once in a while he will play very well against a big team. Then okay, we're back to William. Do you understand? Yeah. So there needs to be like, and Abuyan is not vocal. If you're, he's not a vocal captain. He's he, yeah. is, he doesn't talk, so the team needs like some people that will talk on the field, people that will give them instructions. They don't have that. So they need elements of character. Yes. Elements of character. So that's okay. That's good going forward. I was, this was what I was expecting when I was asking you questions all the while. And you just... <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Corey, do you have anything to say to people before we round off? Anything well, about us now? Well, I just, I just hope. They don't relegate. Really <laughs> <laughs> and what he said he was right. So, like, they need matured and um, experienced players in the team to control. Like, if you see now, um, 
like he, he has used Chelsea for an example. Yeah. I can also use Mario because I'm a Mario fan. <laughs> okay, who's your example? Like now, I feel Mario have that problem too. You feel Mario have that problem too? Yeah, it has reduced since Bruno got in. Though. Since Bruno got in, that's because Bruno takes a lot of he takes the load work like a yeah. lot of he's, work. He's still he's responsible for that thing. Yes. <laughs> for that thing, right? Yeah, it takes it takes it takes on a lot. Yeah, by himself. Yeah. So, like, they need experienced player and a matured player in that team to get the team in order. And that David Lewis, I'm sorry to say, is is not the way. It's a disaster for another <laughs> for the defense. I will even prefer this guy, uh, Mustafi. Uh-uh. Well, Mustafi is it? <laughs> yeah, Mustafi is matured now. Mustafi is not matured. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mustafi is not someone that you can leave to you, control you your defense. Are you joking? People are talking like you name personally. No, I'm talking about on the field. He's no, not matured enough to control the defense. To control the defense. Are you hope you hope Arsenal don't relegate? Yeah, I hope so. Arsenal. He says a lot. Arsenal. Arsenal is praying for Arsenal. Well, like I would love to see Arsenal relegate and win the FA Cup. So I want to see a relegation team in Europe. You mean? Uh, Europa, in the Europa League. Man, I'm confident that. If they win the FA Cup, they'll be in the Europa League. They can't relegate. It's just banter. But if it keeps going, they're playing like the Europa League and they're playing in the Champions. That's what I'm saying. You cannot win the Europa League. And then if they don't win the Championship and they win the Europa League, they'll be playing the Champions League from the Championship. Oh my god. Aspen needs to relegate this season. You need to say Aspen relegate this season. There's some other nice feels there. And that's the relegation next part. So if you think they're in the relegation battle, I think they're in the relegation battle too. Alright, Ayler, what do you what do you have to say about Arsenal? Anything? Well, Arsenal is the only in the map. Ow. Arsenal Ow. is the only in the map. <laughs> the Premier League map. Ow. The the three games they've won are against Fulham, West Ham and mm-hmm. Sheffield. Manchester United. Oh, yeah. Manchester United. Yeah. So it's never Sheffield United. No, they won Sheffield. They won Sheffield. They won oh, first four games. games. Yeah. And Manchester United. See the teams that Manchester United is being classed with. Manchester United. Manchester United is How will Arsenal beat you? How will Arsenal beat you? Oh, God. Fulham, they used it for Fulham because of it was the first match. Yeah, it was the first round. Willian had three assists in that game. West Ham shouldn't have And that's, that, that has been his peak. That has yeah, been really? the highlight of Willian since he was on Three assists on the first I round. remember after the first two games, that's now fans were celebrated. Yeah, no, they're in the title race. They told you in the title race. Now they're in the relegation race. Life comes out too fast. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you looking at Ayola. <laughs> I already said something. He said if Ateta were the coach of Manchester United, they would win the title race. I don't believe it. Yes, they win the title race. So you think that means what? Ateta is not the problem? Ateta is not the problem. I don't believe it. It's just that he has. <laughs> He can't go to Manchester United. If he's having the problem with Arsenal, he's definitely going to have it at Manchester United. Yeah. Because the egos, the egos are, are, like, are even more. United. They are, he well, cannot look someone like Paul Pogba face to face. 
he cannot boss Matic around because Matic calls all his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so things like that, and he's too strict to be a Manchester United coach, considering what he did to Guendouzi. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times, those players who go on international break, there was a time where Matic was like, he doesn't think Ole is good enough. Yeah, he said that. He said, they, those players say a lot of shit. They won't understand why Ole is keeping him on the bench. And he doesn't feel Ole is good enough. Ole still gave him a opportunity. And he has played a lot of games mm-hmm. in the same. And he has changed his mind. Manchester United will keep at some point said, uh, since when he's been in Manchester United, this is the worst time of his career. Yeah. That was still under Ole. Ole never dropped him. He just got the captain band off him. So these are things. That's three players out of Atlanta's <laughs> team already. And Green, these are influential players. Green, Greenwood went on break and went to be carrying women. Eighteen <laughs> <laughs> year old boy went to be carrying women. So the 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 um the well, this has become a Manchester United discussion. Let's just end it. <laughs> we came to discuss our style today. Alright, I think that will be the end of it today. It was nice having Shoni Barayola and Mr. Ayile Rulwakuridi on the show today. And, um, Merry Christmas in advance and a Happy New Year in advance to everybody. Um, in French, à bientôt.